Hello and welcome to Greedo Shop First. I'm Benjamin Light. And I'm Marcus Marks. And we're back for another episode because today's a big day in the land of Star Wars. We got our big official kind of start of production announcement for episode nine with some casting information, some interesting stuff included in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, a few weeks ago, I guess it was at Comic-Con, there was some some more Star Wars news there. I guess we can start off with the boring stuff first. Um mm-hmm. The Clone Wars is returning. Do you care? Nope. Do I care? Nope. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I, I care only in the sense that uh, there's like a certain segment of the Star Wars fandom that really loves the prequels and is really insecure about it. And like mm-hmm. they need like constant like prequel content or they're like, Lucasfilm and Disney don't like us and they're trying to bury the prequels. And so it's like, okay, you guys can fucking shut up now. You, you're getting your more Clone Wars episodes. You, you don't get to complain anymore. Well, but it's the classic, like, lame duck Filoni style. It's like, you moved Ahsoka to the other show. So what are you what are you going to do with it? I mean, isn't that, like, really the biggest thing, though, is people want to follow the Ahsoka and, like, Darth Maul stuff? It's like you move them yeah. to the other shows. Who cares now? I don't know. I mean, it, to me, there's the, the two kind of main types of Star Wars fans. The ones who want all the little nooks and crannies filled in, and the ones who are like, what happens next? You know, uh, we'll be talking about the what happens next stuff in a little bit. But uh, if you like Clone Wars, congratulations. They're finishing the series. I I, I just don't get it personally. I do not get it. I tried I mean, watching like, that show. I'm like, I don't get why people love the show. I mean, I've seen one or two that I thought were were interesting. And I've seen a, a few more that are like were not super interesting. I wouldn't I'm much more interested in, if I had to be at this resistance show, though, I think that would be. I kind of think I'd be more excited about that if it was coming right out of episode eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Because um, that used to be how it was with these fucking things. It's like we have some kind of like, like the X-Men movies. It's like we have at least three years for the next one. Let's just shit out a cartoon real quick. That'll be kind of the same team dynamic that you saw. And it'll it'll like it'll satiate the kids. It'll it'll spur some uh, new toy sales. <sighs> I mean, I don't really care about the origins of the uh resistance uh, unless i mean i don't know unless for you fucking snoke people there it is yeah i don't know I mean, to me, to shove a bunch of snoke in your face there to me it's like okay obviously there's gonna be some sort of time jump between eight and nine this is the perfect time mm. for the resistance now the rebellion to say hey we've been pushed to the outer rim there's barely any of us left poe dameron and jessica pava are going to reform a new rogue squadron there's going to be like their adventures so like you won't get to Ray and Finn, you know, you kind of try to keep them in the background. So you're not stepping on any story stuff there. And it's mm-hmm. just a lot of like, Oh, it's just a squadron and like they're, they're big adventures together. Yeah. But what do I know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's clone wars. Uh, they announced a bunch of books too. Like there's going to be a Claudia gray book. That's like Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan adventures, like before episode one. Um, hmm. eh. I don't know. I just it's it's one of those things where like no matter how good the book is, it still is going to seem just sort of like like a, a minor curiosity to me. It's like, oh, that's that was great. They had an adventure before episode one, but it doesn't really mean much to me. You know, like, I don't know. It just mm-hmm. it doesn't interest me to go back to an earlier point in the uh, the timeline that we've already covered. Yeah. It's like, how much can you do there? Mm hmm. Um, and then uh, there's a there's a Padme one and a Thrawn one. Another Thrawn one. The Padme the Padme one's like between like after she 
was queen, but like maybe like when she's first becoming a senator or something like that. I don't know. Okay. Um, um have I been daydreaming that I've been seeing pictures somewhere of it's like uh it's like Thrawn and like a commando gear side by side of like young Obi Wan or young Anakin or young Anakin? Yeah, I think that's the Thrawn book. It's some sort okay. of. I guess it takes place during the Clone Wars era. I don't mm. know. I don't know how they. I don't know how they fit that in with the like. There's like a whole cartoon documenting all that, and it's like, oh, we just never mentioned the sign that Anakin went and like did a mission with Thrawn. I guess I don't know. Mm. And yeah, there's Padme book, Thrawn book. I think those are the big ones. I don't know. I think any sort of like, because like before The Force Awakens, before The Last Jedi, I think there was like these like Journey to The Force Awakens books or Journey to The Last Jedi, I think. Right, right. I don't think they announced any of those, if I'm not mistaken. I think that would probably come later. Like, because yeah, I think they're next year. I think they're a ways away still. Mm hmm. Huh. Yeah, that was the big Comic-Con news, of which, I don't know, it's Although I weird. Guess, like, all all the Star Wars fans who hated The Last Jedi are just like, hooray, Star Wars is back. And I'm just like, yawn. Yeah. I guess that, like, uh, technically you would be, like, doing contracts and, like, securing your authors for those kind of things now. Maybe. I mean, a lot of these authors, especially in that genre, they can pound out a book in, like, four or five months probably, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, typically you get like the script and a couple of like production stills or something, right? I, I doubt of... they get the script. Okay. They they might get certain little details here and there, but I, I seriously doubt they get the script, the writers, for episode okay. nine. Yeah. Okay. I mean, unless I they're like... doing the adaptation of episode nine as a novel, I doubt they get the script. Oh, anyways, yeah, I feel like that used to be the model before you didn't have to worry about the internet leaking in the same way. Is you would you would at least get like a script or you'd get a little more detail to work from, but like not enough of having actually seen the movie. Um, yeah, books great. Do you do you still stay up on like the Star Wars books? Do you, like what, mm. what do you think of Gray? Um, I mean, I, I enjoy her writing, so I may read the uh, Obi Wan Qui Gon one, even though that I don't know that subject matter doesn't particularly interest me at all. Um, I think the last Star Wars book I read was the Leia Princess of Alderaan one she did, which was mm-hmm. fine. Um, and it was kind of neat to see young Holdo, but it's still, I don't know. I just, even when the, back in the old days, the, the old EU and whatnot, like when the prequels came out and they had a bunch of prequel books, I mm-hmm. generally didn't read any of those cause I found them uninteresting. Like I, I'm just not interested in looking backward. I never really have been. Hmm. I was always like, you know, give me, okay, there's the Thrawn trilogy, but like, can Timothy Zahn come back and write a new thing, you know? And then he did. And then we got the Delroy stuff and all that. So the one Thrawn book, the one that exists in the new canon, that's, is that a Zahn book? It is. Yeah. I haven't read it. It doesn't interest me that much, to be honest. Uh, After I saw what they did to his character in the cartoon, I was just like, eh, passed. But on happier news, we have some episode nine casting announcements and filming next week. Yeah, let me just read the uh, little bit of the press release here. It's from stars.com. Stars episode nine will begin filming at London's Pinewood Studios on August 1st, 2018. JJ Abrams returns to direct the final installment of the Skywalker saga. 
Abrams co-wrote the screenplay with Chris Terrio. That's interesting that they call it the final installment of the Skywalker saga. I'm not sure if I entirely believe them. Maybe they mean it, but I don't know. I just Lucasfilm and Disney are like, yeah, we're just we're never going to make any more episode movies, and this is it. I don't believe it. Maybe well, they will make them for a while, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you won't get like an episode ten that's like a new. Not a family saga, but you know, like a new saga. I mean, saga it's like, oh, because Ben's solo, not Skywalker. Like, I don't know. I, I'm sure there's ways that they can weasel out of, the, out of this if they need to, or it's like, oh, we'll just be years in the future and it'll be new characters, but it'll be a new episodic, you know, whatever. Let me, let me just say, I think regardless of his fate, they're definitely probably going into this with the assumption this is the last cinematic, you know, movie of adam driver with Luke mm. i don't know uh we'll see but i remain I, skeptical i could see where that's their intention here i mean it, it may be that they want people to think that maybe but well and he could very well be like no i'm actually kylo ren i'm no longer i don't want to be part of the skywalker family or the solo family it's not my it's not that my saga it's the kylo ren saga from now on mm-hmm. yeah Episode 10, The Knights of Ren. I feel like that's something that people always suggest as a title, right? Like, whatever the new episode is, Knights of Ren. I mean, I talk about uh, your your mystery boxes there. That that just intrigued the hell out of people, I think. The idea of these Knights of Ren that Kylo is the master of. Like, who the fuck are these guys? I think it would be such a fascinating, like, fuck you, if J.J. Abrams just, like, offhand an interview. Yeah, it was a dudes in red. They're all dead. It's cool. I didn't even think he'd say that. I feel like he'd just be like, oh, it's an interesting story for another time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the uh, next paragraph in this press release, returning cast members include Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Lupita Nyong'o, Donald Gleason, Kelly Marie Tran, Junis Suetamo, that's the guy who plays Chewie, and Billy Lord. Conics. Yeah. Get Conics back. They interesting. They brought Maz back. Like I could have seen them like not doing that, but hopefully they've hopefully they've got bigger plans for her than were in Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, our boy Hux is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rose is back. I know some people wanted Kelly Marie Tran to get written out. I was never expecting that myself, but fuck in, those people in, in their faces. Yeah. Um. Not. Let's see. Do they mention? What's his face? Uh, Anthony Daniels in here? I don't know. If, oh, yeah, they do later on. Okay, yeah. Uh, in the next paragraph, joining the cast of episode nine are Naomi Aki, Richard E. Grant, and Carrie Russell. They will be joined by veteran Star Wars actors Mark Hamill, Anthony Daniels, and Billy D. Williams, who will reprise his role as Lando Calrissian. So there is a lot to unpack there. Uh, apparently, the Carrie Russell thing was added couple hours after the original yeah they were like i mean it is interesting that like they didn't sign her until afterwards like they couldn't have waited a couple hours to put the press release out or was somebody's agent playing hardball there you know well just like yeah whatever like whatever the person who like gives them the call says the deal is finalized like the guy who does the press release he didn't get the call and he's like fuck it we're doing it (laughs) (laughs) i mean they don't their asses we have no idea the size of these roles, so it's possible Carrie Russell has a major role. It's possible she has like a uh, Max von Sydow size role. 
Uh, yeah. Same with these other two. But yeah, this, there's a lot to unpack in this casting. We'll get to the, I suppose, bigger news in a little bit. But first of all, just with this cast, I mean, it's a pretty big cast. Um, especially because you're, I obviously Mark Hamill's back. Like, I feel like that was a foregone conclusion. You get like your yeah. Force Ghost Luke. Um, three people will be in the background somewhere. Billy D. I'm very interested to see like how much Lando will be in the movie. You know, mm-hmm. um, you could make the argument that maybe he is being included and highlighted in such a way, just to, I don't know, like please pissed off fans. Yeah, it's just like, hey guys, Lando's back. Shut the fuck up. Put down the tweets. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen mostly good reactions. I don't know. I haven't drifted over to like the Star Wars Reddit, so maybe there are a bunch of still butthurt people. But I wouldn't. But I have seen just like in the last couple hours on Twitter, I have seen nothing but like jubilation. A lot of people like were seriously apparently skeptical of whether or not Mark Hamill would return. Like, I think a lot of people really bought into this kind of bogus narrative that like. Mark Hamill was like disrespected and angry with Lucasfilm or some bullshit like that, you know, like no matter how many times he said otherwise. Uh, of course yeah. he's coming back. He's going to be a force ghost. Have you never seen a Star Wars movie before? Yeah. This is where his character's been going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this has been his whole journey for a while. <laughs> um, I mean, even, even fucking Luke on Endor, as he's sitting there and looking over at these goats, when everyone else is like partying and like playing drums and like stormtrooper heads or whatever, I feel like he had to be like, Fuck, that's going to be me someday. Mm-hmm. I think anyone who's a fan of Star Wars would assume that if Luke eventually died, he would return as a Force ghost. I mean, that's just how the Force works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I like that they announced it here. Like, they could have tried to keep it a secret. Mm-hmm. And But I, I think, like, I don't know. Do you really want a year and a half of Mark Hamill having to be coy on Twitter about this, you know? Well, well, maybe may or may not be growing a beard. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know. It's just like, okay, yes, obviously he's going to be in the movie. Just get it out of the way. You know, like it doesn't need to be some big surprise like the Yoda thing, for example. And there could still like it's if they wanted to like, you know, there's no Ewan McGregor or Hayden mentioned here. Like they could still bring those guys in as like surprise force ghosts. And that wouldn't be mentioned in something like this. Right. Like the same way that uh, Frank Oz wasn't mentioned in the lead up to Last Jedi. Um Super happy that Billy Lord is coming back. That was like one of the big things I wanted after Last Jedi. I was like, this this minor character is like too interesting now to just like never have her show up again. Well, especially with um, a deficit in resistance leadership. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you need this person who's been like on the command deck or whatever for a while. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. To did maintain some order? Yeah. Did Daisy make it to the end of Last Jedi? I think she did. I mean, just. Look that up real quick. Do you know? Is she the one who tells us that Holdo's now in charge? Yes. Okay. I don't recall. I want to say she's in that last shot at the end. Let me see if I can actually find my last Jedi folder. Or Your last Jedi folder? Or not folder, but movie. Sorry. Mm-hmm. My, my search is failing me on my computer right now. The uh, Miles from Lost character from Force Awakens. He's not in in Last Jedi, though, right? He is not. Neither is Jessica Pava, neither of whom are mentioned in this. Mm -hmm. I feel like this announcement would suggest that if they do come back, it would be in a minor way. Like, you could still bring Jessica Pava back. You could still bring, I can't remember that guy's name was, um, but Miles from Lost, you could still bring him back. But it would probably be, like, a very minor thing. I believe it's Ken Loon. Yeah. Um, I don't no, know. I, know. I, can't, I can't remember the uh, 
character. Right. Team. I don't know if they're done or not with Iron Fist season two. I would assume that's the only thing keeping Jessica Henwick away. I think they are. I hope they bring her back. Yeah. Just because I even this just says like have something other than Iron Fist right now. Even if it was just like a wedge thing where like he shows up for like for a very minimal amount of screen time in Return of the Jedi, but feels like he's like really involved. Mm-hmm. You know? It's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, Wedge, that was a major character. And it's like not really. He's barely in it, but Right. I think we can assume that Grunberg is gonna be in this too, right? Probably, yeah. So the Grunberg returns. Snap Wexley. I haven't read any of those awful aftermath books because I gave up on the first one, but apparently his character is just atrociously annoying in, in those books. Mm. It like gives you a whole different perspective on him. Mm. Let's see. Let's take a look at the last shot. I'm surprised Grunberg's not writing his own books about his character. <laughs> I mean, he may be just. That's like a thing that was always funny to me. Like, I want to say, like, well, like, like a lot of Star Trek books eventually went that way, where like, just these old actors just started writing books about mm-hmm. their character because fuck it, people will buy it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, look, Shatner wrote a book or releases Ghost Rider. But even, did. even like fucking Garrick from Deep Space Nine, that guy wrote his own book, which is, <laughs> you know, he's a character who had a lot of backstory. It probably was a very interesting book. I've never had a chance to read it, but <laughs> I can see where Grimbook goes that way. Like, that's where his career is heading. The Snap trilogy. <laughs> All right. So, Connix definitely makes it. There's like a like a redheaded woman who makes it. Nice. Um, a couple dudes. That one alien who's not Eloasi, but is like the same species. Mm. I'm trying to see if Daisy's in here anywhere. Let's see. Leia. Huh. Not seen her. I feel like she made it, though. Like, I don't know. It'd be weird for as much as she's in the movie for it's like, oh, she died. You just didn't see it. You know? She was on, she was on those transports at the yeah, very end. Kaboom. <laughs> They're like, who's going to get our coffee now? <laughs> Fuck. I believe she was a lieutenant, if I'm not mistaken. It could be wrong. I just thought it was very weird. I mean, might've, it was might've a been a captain. story, but I just thought it was very weird that this like lower, like junior grade officer was just like, by the way, I'm going to announce to everyone now <laughs> the chain of command. Mm-hmm. Well, I think she was a captain. Like she and Poe were essentially the same rank. If, if I recall correctly from like looking up that at some point. Okay. Yeah. Daisy's there when Poe is like, let's follow the, the Fox crystal foxes. Cool. So presumably, I don't see her anywhere on the Falcon, but I mean, it's it's not like she fell down a hole on the way there or something, you know. So I'm sure if they wanted to, they could bring her back. Okay, number one, here's the thing that I need. I need this in mm-hmm. episode nine. I need a sh- I, I need a, a classic scene that somebody's like doing a bunch of repairs on the Falcon, and Porgs have like power tools. Are they eating them? Well, like they just have like them in their mouth sideways, and they're like shooting like laser wrenches like at things. Like, you know, and like mm-hmm. another one like brings over like a like another tool for that guy. I just oh, want them working. They're intelligent the now. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, well, it is it is a they're neat intelligent question. enough to know when Chewie's about to eat one of their kind. Though there is a kids book. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I, I've, I've talked Chewing the porks. Chewing the porks. Have we talked about this before? I don't think we've really discussed it. I know it exists. This book is fucking fascinating. So, what ha- the story of it is? So Chewie and and, and Ray land on the planet. They keep hearing him referred to as Chewy. So the Porgs just naturally reason he's edible. And so they start conspiring to eat Chewy. Really? And he just gets to wild. one of them first. Yeah, it's fucking insane. What the fuck? So they're intelligent. They recognize intelligent. they yeah. they they recognize basic as they call it yeah. in uh yeah, yeah. Star Wars universe. So as as some 
you know, unspoken guttural level of uh, Last Jedi. They're acknowledging game respects game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see Daisy in any of these shots in the Falcon, but she must be here. Like maybe she's up in the cockpit or something because she's with them just before that. Um. So yeah, let's see what else about this casting info is interesting to us. Billy D. No Phasma. <laughs> no Phasma. Um, oh, speaking of the porgs real quick, that was what I want to talk about. Um, it is interesting. I feel like they, I don't know if I'd call it like a, a, a an absolute grand slam, but at least mm-hmm. like a home run with the porgs is like merchandising. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, I feel like it's going to be tough for Disney and Lucasfilm to be like, no, nah, there's no porgs in the next one. Like, surely there's somebody somewhere in like the merchandise department is like, give me some more fucking porgs. You know, like we, we need more porgs. The porgs are selling hot. Mm-hmm. So maybe like wherever the Falcon lands, like there was like a little pork family on the Falcon and they like, I don't know, took over the, the new base or whatever. And now they're like the local fauna. Oh, I just, I think that you should just always have porgs on the Falcon. Mm-hmm. And they can be a little more manageable than they have been at the end of last Jedi, but Chewie's taught them I, how to weld. Uh, yeah. I just, I feel like for the, the, the next 10 years of star Wars, if you see the Falcon, I want there to be a, at least one porg in the background doing <laughs> stuff. I love the one where you like the, the shot. They have a fucking nest already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nine. No, can't forget that guy. He made it. Oh, cool. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know if they're using the original actor for that guy anymore, but like, that's not the kind of thing that would show up in casting announcements. I doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, super happy that Kato Co. Connix is back. Um, Naomi Aki. She's a young black actress. I think she's British. Mm-hmm. I have never heard of anything she's been in. I think she's like very new. She's, uh, like she's a, been in a ton of things like guest starring roles. I mean, she's been in a Doctor Who. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, but she's like, I think it's probably all like bit parts. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I classify it as a ton, at least from what I was seeing there. Oh, I, I took a quick glance at the um, the IMDb. I think I saw uh, quite a bit, but I could be wrong. Let's see if I can find her. How do you spell her name? Uh, well, Naomi, and then A C K I E. Wrong. Okay. Not a ton, but she's got a she's got a handful of she's got ten credits as an actress. Yeah, but I mean, some of these are shorts, you know. So yeah, I don't sure. think she's been in that much. Uh, she's in something called Corrupted that's in post production in the course episode. And I, I mean, this definitely seems like it would be her big break. Um, yeah. Although, I mean, I don't know. We, for all we know, it's um, are there are a couple actors in The Force Awakens that were like mentioned as being cast, but like they had very small roles. I'm trying to think of one of their names. Um, blanking right now, but there was like really small parts. Like the the liaison for um, for General Leia there. Mm. We had like one scene, basically, <laughs> and like they oh, cut yeah. all their other scenes, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, who knows? But. I there were rumors a few months ago about two two people they were looking to cast. One was codenamed Mara, one was codenamed Cora. The Mara one was like a forty to fifty year old woman. The Cora one was like a twenties uh, actress. Hmm. Presume and I, I think it specified uh, they were looking for a black actor for that. So presumably this would be the person they cast for that. Hmm. Um, say it's a good guess anyway. Well, I mean, like, I guess my question is in Star Wars, 
other than just wanting to be true to a diverse landscape, uh, why would an actor need to be black unless they were like, say, related to Londo? I you know? think they might have just wanted to be more diverse in their casting. Yeah. That's okay. very possible. I mean, yes, it could be she's like Lando's granddaughter, but it also could just be that they wanted to make sure that they cast some people who weren't brunette white girls. Yeah. I mean, but there's no reason it couldn't have been an Asian American actress. It could have been yeah. Polynesian. Could have been, yeah. Um, but I, it's funny too because like you have like Kelly Marie Tran, and then I mean, do you remember the names that were up for what I believe was that role? Tatiana Maslany, possibly. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jane the Virgin. Mm, um, yeah, that's right. Uh, Google which, which seems weird in retrospect. I can't picture any of them as Rose at all. No, no, but and then I, I think to lesser degree, I remember hearing the actress who played like Paige, her name coming up in some of those just generic oh, yeah. cast things. Well, I think um, I mean, Ta- it's, Tatiana Maslany was also up for uh, Jin Urso. Yeah, it's. I think it's an easy guess to say that Richard E. Grant will be working for the um, First Order. <laughs> it's a way too easy guess. What makes so, you think that? Yeah. So. He may very well be like one of the new, uh, um, like Sadao, like Max von Sadao characters. I'm just happy that somebody from Hudson Hawk is going to be in a Star Wars movie. Oh, were you holding out for Sandra Bernhard? <laughs> Kylo, Ball Ball. Or uh, David Caruso and just like hands cards, <laughs> text on him. At some point, we're going to do Hudson Hawk and Hank. Oh, right? man. Yeah, we totally should. I wonder, like, it's been a while since I watched that movie. Like, how problematic is that movie now? I, I had no idea. I could see it being very problematic. Yeah. <laughs> just thinking about the scene where the dog's, like, licking his balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Richard E. Grant. I mean, that man, if ever there was somebody born to be, like, a sneering, sniveling First yep. Order officer, yep. you know. Well, like, I think people are already theorizing that like he could be like part of like the art old guard of the like Empire veterans who like turn against Hux and Kylo Ren. Hmm. They're sick of their bullshit. I mean, it, I I feel like I could throw out easy guesses for like set pieces and things you could do to try to appease certain kinds of fans, but I don't really care about appeasing them. <laughs> Kylo Ren vaping. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what would appease him other Kyler than Ren going through General Leia Organa's old tweets to find something that he can use against her. The only thing that would appease those people would just be like, "Oh, Richard E. Grant is actually he's 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 Snoke, but he's actually Plagueis, and Plagueis just switched bodies from Snoke to Richard E. Grant, and now he's going to deliver a twenty-minute monologue on how he came to power, and by the way, raise a Skywalker somehow." Yeah. I'm sure those those rumors are already being uh, crafted right now. It's funny the this uh, would seem to discredit a lot of the current like supposed leaks that are out there. Mm. It was like the big one like didn't mention Luke or Billy D. Williams at all, and it had Princess Leia being like recast. Uh, so the big <laughs> news here, the the rest of this announcement, it says the role of Leia Organa will once again be played by Carrie Fisher using previously unreleased footage shot for Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Uh, a quote from J.J. Abrams, we desperately love Carrie Fisher, says Abrams. Says, that's a weird attribution. 
finding a truly satisfying conclusion to the Skywalker saga without her eluded us. We were never mm-hmm. going to recast or use a CG character with the support and blessing from her daughter, Billy. It found a way to honor Carrie's legacy and role as Leia in episode nine by using unseen footage we shot together in episode seven. I had to Google it because I've forgotten the name that they were throwing around with the recast rumor and it was Meryl Streep. Yeah, yeah, Meryl Streep. Who's yeah. good friends with Carrie Fisher played her, played her not literally, but metaphorically. In, in the uh, movie. Postgres from the Edge. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. If you could get like a scene where Meryl Streep and like Billy Lord dance around to some ABBA songs, mm-hmm. yeah, we're on to something there. Um, yeah, like I, I, that's the detail that I find so perfect and so fitting. It's just that, of course, it'd be deleted scenes from Force Awakens. Well, that, that perfectly. Uh, unseen footage what does that mean because we we know some scenes that carrie fisher was in in the force awakens that got cut like there's a scene of her handing the lightsaber to maz that was in the trailer where mm-hmm. we only saw like their hands but it was obviously carrie um there is the deleted scene we have seen where she's like talking via like hollow net to um i can't think of that character's name it's like her her liaison uh whose name is escaping me right now the woman we just talked about yeah um, man, I should probably look her up. She seems relevant to the conversation. Talking to her when she was on um, Hosnian Prime, she was like her liaison to the Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a scene with that. I think there's also maybe a scene where she got a communique from Poe on um, uh, Jakku after he like you know got away mm-hmm. and found himself like you know without a plane or whatever. So like. You're just highlighting for me mm-hmm. how strong and smart the editing choices of the movie were. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. You could make for the reason they're unused footage. <laughs> you could make a tiny argument for some of them. I think they probably just didn't want to disrupt the pacing, and I, I think basically they wanted Leia's first appearance to be meaningful and with a character like Han Solo, and not just right. like cut to Leia getting a hologram transmission. Like it just, it wouldn't feel special. I think, which is probably why JJ decided to cut it out. Especially since she's set up from the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I think the argument you can make is just giving, uh, Carrie Fisher more screen time in that movie. Cause yeah, I mean, there are, there are ways to redo it. I guess it felt a little more momentous when you do cut to Leia. Um, I think that probably just would have required some rewrites beforehand, but I mean, if they say unseen, like how unseen do they mean, you know, is it like, is is this something that like kind of people who follow deleted scenes would be aware of, or is this just like, Oh, he had no idea this was even going to be in the movie, you know? <laughs> well, we should see. Mm-hmm. But I am super excited about that. And using pre-release, which I wonder if like, are they going to like CG new clothes on her? Or are they going to make it like where she's in a hologram? I mean, obviously they're not going to have um, totally, totally new like dialogue or anything like that. It's like anything she says in the scene, she would have said at some point in the past, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, I saw some speculation that it could be, I don't know where people are getting this, but people are saying that they supposedly filmed a scene of Leia, like handing over Kylo or, you know, Ben at the time to Luke at his Academy. Hmm. I don't know. Like I I saw somebody who's like, Oh, they filmed that scene. It's like, did they like, where are you getting that information? Um, But that would be interesting. I mean, that would have been fortuitous mm-hmm. for these purposes, I think. I mean, I, I do wonder if 
just when they're starting episode seven of nine total episodes and they've got some older actors that they took them all aside and said, they were just going to do some, uh, some emergency sides, you know, just, we, we might need these. We don't know. Can't say if you die. Uh, yeah. Harrison Ford, you're crashing planes constantly. We better get you on camera. <laughs> Daryl uh, Ford was attacked by a bear. Yeah. <laughs> the Ford protocols. If an actor is over 50 or they live a certain kind of dangerous lifestyle, yeah. you just film like an extra hour's worth of footage with them. I do wonder. I don't know. It's We won't know till the movie comes out, but I'd be very curious to know what exactly this unseen footage is and where it came from. I think the easy thing would be as a hologram. But theoretically, you could, well, you could get a, you could get away with and change the background. Yeah, I mean, I think the CG would be easier, to, like to do new clothes and whatnot. If it's in a hologram, then it you don't have to work as hard because you can kind yeah. of cover it up with you know static transmission and everything. But the idea is is it's sound. It's true to her legacy. It's it's what they say in this press release. They're not going to do. It's not like bringing in a you know another actor to play Leia and then like. CGI Leia's face on there and all yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Finally, looked up this actress's name. Apologies. Maisie Richardson Sellers plays Corsella, who was the Republican liaison to the Resistance. So obviously, she's not coming back. But um, it it could be that these new characters are going to be that kind of role. I remember Crystal Clark. That was another name I remember. Uh, being it was like in a subsequent casting announcement after they started filming, they're like, "Oh, Crystal Clark is going to be in it." And I was like, "Oh, cool!" And uh, good luck, you know. <laughs> Do you remember Crystal Clark in that movie? She's like barely in it. On on Macy Richardson Sellers uh, Wikipedia page, they have Corsella as a cameo. Yeah, I mean uh, the dude Legends Tomorrow, Jojen. Yeah, she's on Legends of Tomorrow now. Um, Jojen Reed, you remember that guy? He was a First mm-hmm. Order officer. He's he didn't even get an announcement. Um, Hannah John Kamen is in that movie, like super briefly. So. Well, there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of like bit cameos, or I mean, I, I don't think Hannah John Kamen is meant to be yeah. a cameo because oh, Christina but, Chong, like, I think I remember her. Her scenes just got straight out cut. Was she one of the pilots? No, it, it says scenes deleted according to uh, INDB here. So, hmm. but I mean, it's JJ, so I'm sure. I mean, he's. You know, he's got tons of connections and tons of people like I could totally see him like he probably put somebody like Hannah John came in his movie just because like, I don't know, he wanted to work with them, wanted to work with them in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you're not going to say no when J.J. Abrams calls you. Yeah. Even even if he's like, hey, I've got this movie. It's called the Cloverfield Paradox. Mm-hmm. You're like, fuck, yeah, I'll do it. Have you seen the trailer for Overlord? I saw it today. Oh, yeah. Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. I don't. Um, I don't love the way it's cut. I like the concept. I don't love the the presentation. You know what though? With like the five trailers that I saw, that was the one where I was like, I will watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got fits with like an American accent. Yeah. All right. So where were we here? Uh, yeah, Carrie's coming back in some way or other. That's gonna be very interesting, especially if they if they really did go and like film a scene of with like her and Adam Driver, like that could be like a huge gold mine as far as like you know plot if they need it, you know, even if it's just like a flashback or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it it would be 
I mean, I, I guess it depends on how much closure you need. I think to close out the Skywalker saga, you really are talking about Ben Solo, right? I mean, oh, he's you, could last easily, Skywalker. you could easily get away with just, you know, Carrie Fisher's like, this is the whole point of me trying to set up the future of the resistance is like, you know, I'm off in this other part of the galaxy solidifying our forces or whatever. Here's my hologram message. You know, I, I'm a symbol that will last until I don't, until I'm not here anymore, mm-hmm. but it's like the next generation we need to worry about. It's interesting. Um, JJ's producer, Brian Burke is not producing this. It's um his other kind of more up and coming producer, Bad Robot, Michelle Rejwan, is hmm. the producer besides besides JJ and Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, Wasn't Burke also the guy who did all the special effects for Lost on like his laptop? I think so. I mean, maybe he's just busy with other stuff at Bad Robot. Um, Dan Mandel, a DOP from Force Awakens, he's back. Cool. Lots of the usual VFX people. Um. Yeah, no, I'm sure there's probably going to be some more minor casting announcements to come. We didn't even really talk about Carrie Russell much at all, but um, well, like, like you said, I mean, it could be a very small role, it could be a very substantial role. I mean, I I, I, I get the sense that it's, if it's something in duration of like her Mission Impossible three role. I could see it. I don't know. It seems like they they couldn't sign her, and so they had to wait to announce her. That makes me think it's bigger than. Mm-hmm. You would, I don't know. I, I could just be reading what I want into it, but it, it seems like they had to try extra hard to sign her. So I imagined it, it's bigger than Max von Sydow. Let's say that, you know. Yeah. I've seen some rumors that she's like Poe's love interest. Of course, other rumors that she's a knight of Ren. That'd be fun. Either way, it'd be interesting. <laughs> that would be very fun. Mm hmm. Well, if that, it, what's up, homies? It's time to conquer the universe. If those Mara and Korra rumors, if those casting, you know, sides were true or whatever, you would say Naomi Aki is the Korra, which would make Carrie Russell the Mara. Those, are, of course, are just code names. It doesn't mean she's going to be Mara Jade. Um, right. But yeah, someone in their 40 to 50s female, that could be her. I don't know what she'll be doing, but. This seems like a pretty good cast, like everyone they already have, and some interesting new additions, like Richard E. Grant. The only thing that I want from this, to be honest with you, though, is the um, remember the the table read photo, the big circle. Yeah, we kind of we need a one photo. Maybe we'll get one. Although they would have done a table read by now, I would think. Yeah, maybe yeah, not. They're... I don't know. Well, if they said they're starting on August first, I mean, I think they've actually technically already started filming like second unit stuff, but. Presumably, like, principal photography is going to begin in a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, there could be still time for a cast photo. I'd like one. Maybe R2 can just be there in a crate. (laughs) What were we joking before? The Kenny Baker. Kenny Baker's in Fox, yeah. Uh. (laughs) I don't know. I'm... I'm very interested to see what they do with Ray in this movie because I think a lot of people right now have ideas for directions they could go with kylo ren and he's mm-hmm. obviously going to be a big part of it but like your main hero ray how is she going to fit into all of this yeah because i mean so return of the jedi 
Luke has gone away and he's like he's become a little bit colder as he's like achieved that's presumed that that next level of Jedi Knightness. Mm-hmm. I don't see Ray going that direction. No, and I, and I think that would be the exact wrong way to go. I mean, because I think the whole point of Last Jedi is that she's going to whatever she does, she's going to forge a new path, mm-hmm. not something that someone has done before. Um, but I think obviously the time jump gives you more opportunities to like level up her skills in a way where you don't have to deal with a bunch of like fanboys arguing about how she became so badass so quickly. They're just like, we need to see raid forging a hundred gold dagger or hold hundred iron daggers. in order to know how she got good at that skill. You know? I mean, and I would admit to a certain degree in the past, not necessarily of star Wars. I have had those kind of questions. Like I remember like with lost, I was always like, well, they really did through the yeah. like through like a martial arts class or something, <laughs> and taught her Latin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, with Star Wars, where you're like a magical knight of this mystical energy, I think some things are just inherent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially since you know, all I need is to know is that there's always been this thing inside of me. Yeah, and she grew up super scrappy to begin with. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like people complain a bit too much about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I wonder, like, what what does the character of Ray want when Episode Nine begins? Is is she like second in command to Poe and like a leader of the Resistance, or is she more kind of like cut off a little bit from everyone else? Is she just like running a little upstart Jedi Academy somewhere? Like, there could be a lot of different directions to go with her. Yeah. Well, especially now that she's not looking for the family connection. Well, in the same way, she's, in the same way. she's going to have the the familial connection, I guess. You could right. say. She, she, she's built she, a family of friends. Yeah. She doesn't have that one thing, though. But I mean, presumably she's not carrying that same baggage that she mm-hmm. was dragging behind her from Jakku. So the, so the plot will be, you know, can a girl have it all? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So we wake up. She's she's in she's in bed of where we start up. with she's in bed of Poe. He's Mister Right Now. <laughs> uh, what color do you want your lightsaber to be? Um, of all the colors available, I think I still want it to be blue. I mean, her for green lightsaber would be very interesting. I mean, it'd be cool because presumably she's going to go off and build her own lightsaber. I forgot about that. That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what i feel like though we lost sight though of the back when it, we, we all kind of assumed it's pretty simple like red was red and then blue was like pure and then like green was like oh you're a little darker you know like um, well they they went and wrecked on the colors the same thing anymore they they went and wrecked on the whole crystal thing where it's like the the jedi like bonds with their crystal now and that's where the color comes from but the 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 Sith or the Dark Jedi or whatever they like bleed their crystal, which is why it becomes red. Mm. Um, I personally would think it would be neat if she had like a white lightsaber. Okay. Because every time she tries to like bond with her her crystal, it turns red. Do you want a, you want a whole conversation on screen about bonding with the crystals? You accomplish that in like sixty to ninety seconds with like. With Finn, just like, oh, what are these? Oh, these are kyber crystals. You know, we we you know use them for the lightsabers. Like, I don't know. I feel like you could like nail that in like a really really tight sixty seconds. 
Okay, this will be fun. Mm-hmm. Fun to test your reaction here. So I Google white lightsaber. Mm-hmm. That brings me up yeah, to yeah. seven Ahsoka. pictures of Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. And then a couple pictures of Rey. Because I know, I know a lot of people, when they saw New Hope, they assumed that the the lightsaber that he gave Luke was white. Well, it was very, very slightly blue. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. the effects were a little different then. Do you I think, mean, yeah, if it's a constantly changing colors a little bit, that'd be kind of interesting. I just think it'd be I interesting know, know. how, like, every time she tries to bond with her crystal, it turns red. I feel like that would be an interesting direction to go with her character. It wasn't it one of the Scavengers Horde podcast hosts who, like, tweeted that, like, she needed to have, like, the crackling lightsaber like Kylo Ren? I, I don't know if she did. I would I would definitely co-sign on that. Um, his lightsaber just looks cooler. Sorry. You know? Just very powerful. Yeah, just having the two of them fight with these like out of control lightsabers would be so much fun. I mean, it could just be the singular blade, or she could have some sort of cross guard or something too. Maybe hers are at angles or something. I don't know, but like, I feel like now that I've seen like the Kylo Ren version lightsaber, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. We can we can move in that direction. I'd be okay with it. Well, it's yeah, it's time to like get back into like the question of like, can we get some really fucking weirdo lightsaber upgrades? Uh, yeah. Like the people who were always wanting like the whip, light whip. Yeah. <laughs> um, the light whip just seems like a really good way to cut your own head off. Oh yeah, or just fuck up any environment. <laughs> <laughs> there's always the slightly curved. Oh, well, I guess there's the curved hilt, and then there's the curved blade as well. Have we seen a curved blade? We've not seen a curved blade, but it, I, I'm sure somebody out there could be like, oh, "That's not how physics work." And it's like, guess what, bitch? This is Star Wars. Physics well, works whatever way we want it to. Well, see, that's the thing. It makes me wonder, though. Has it always been like production people who were just like, look, I, whatever director I'm talking to here, I just can't. I don't know how it would work. It's it's a step too far in believability. Yeah, I mean, I think the initial lightsaber combat was based on kendo, if I'm not mistaken, mm. and like that type of martial arts. But I don't know. I feel like it's just a matter of time, either in the movies or in a cartoon, that they're just like, boom, curved lightsaber, because it's cool. We yeah. don't need to explain it. Rule of cool. Yeah. Or the the fucking, the, what was the thing that the Inquisitor had? Like, it spun? Oh, those are so stupid. None of that, yeah. please. Please, no. Please, no double-bladed lightsaber. I just, no thank you at all. Well, I mean, don't, I feel like a lot of, people who do like art on the internet would love to see Ray have like the staff where the, it has the double blades, yeah. but like they're short. I just think that's stupid. Like I just, I want a lightsaber that's going to result in like a good visceral fight. And like the Darth Maul saber, it's a whole lot of spinning and it's not very practical. And I don't like go watch that fight again. It's, that's not the kind of lightsaber you want. If you want like a really, a really visceral fight like it, it could be like kind of finely choreographed and, and fancy but i don't think it would, it would be that impactful well i mean like up until about the first third of last jedi like through force wiggins the first third of last jedi i would have agreed that i guess i could see that it would make sense to raise character if that's like what she could design for herself but in that throne room battle she equipped herself pretty well holding two different lightsabers that were not staff or double bladed mm-hmm. so I, I don't think she needs it i think she can move on she can evolve in her weapons game. Mm-hmm. Build something neat. She's a scavenger. Yeah. She's got some some technical skill there. 
Well, you know, one thing that always possesses me whenever I like Google nerdy shit with like lightsaber hilts that people build on the internet mm-hmm. is like how, yes, they look cool. They look like easy to, to like hold and touch. And I always think about how the like Anakin Skywalker lightsaber just seems so clunky to like move around in your hand and like, Oh, I know that does not seem stuff. does not seem comfortable in the hand at all. Which is why I was like really drawn to the uh, super phallic Obi-Wan lightsaber from the prequels. Like that thing was just like, it just, it was, you know, it was smooth and the way you needed to be like, you just really move your just hand. Hold the big cock. That, yeah. That, hold that big appropriate friction. Yeah. You know, I find it fascinating that, uh, you Google white lightsaber image search and there are almost no shots of, uh, the famous white lightsaber scene in episode four, which like for the longest time, that was the white lightsaber was the, like the one thing that the special editions needed to fix. It was this one shot of, uh, it was after Vader kills Obi-Wan. It's like a shot from afar when Luke is looking through the, the corridor at him and he has a white lightsaber cause they didn't like do the rotoscoping on it or something. Mm. and now yeah. you, you you search it and it's, there's nothing about that at all it's fascinating what you get instead is the uh the thing of him on the helmet practicing on uh on the millennium falcon mm-hmm. yeah in, in the google image search anyway yeah yeah kurt hilt would be kind of cool i wonder yeah. you know all the lightsabers we've seen so far the handles have been like perfectly circular more or less you know maybe some mm-hmm. weird protrusions but they're circular, which like most swords do not have that because you need to be able to feel the direction that the blade is pointed in. Obviously, the lightsaber, that doesn't matter. But I wonder if they would ever do a lightsaber's hilt that was more like ovoid. Well, I mean, I, I guess you can make the argument that that's the that's not even really the point. I'd say maybe it's the point of the, the original Skywalker blade. But I mean, really. I guess if you had a curved blade you would probably also want to have a a handle that was um that was not perfectly round so that you knew when you're holding it which way the blade would be pointed you know which just way the like, curve would be going just tactile senses yeah now. i don't know i hope they do something interesting i mean i they could just you know just have a new lightsaber that's like oh she just made a new one it looks slightly different and it's still blue you know but mm-hmm. we'll see i mean i'm sure the the merchandising part is like hey give us something cool yeah Oh yeah, I mean that's that's gonna be some fun conversations. Mm-hmm. I mean, and hopefully it will be an expression of Ray's personality. This is something she's going to be building for herself. And I think that I think that you know Abrams is a guy who will have that conversation. Ooh, I just found the fucking toy that I used to have, which was the white generic white lightsaber toy. Yeah. Oh, like the kind of like it was too cheap to be the. Um... The blue or the red. It was like. So my understanding from what little research I've done, mm-hmm. which which is all almost apocryphal, was that this was like the original, like toy mm, okay. before it was any kind of official license thing. Some people were making it was like, like a flashlight. Laser. Yeah. Well, it was like the, it was like it was very similar in concept to remember the ones we had the first prequel ones we had mm-hmm. where you had the hilt and then you had like about one third of the blade had to stick out because the rest of the blade folded into it. Yep. It was that same uh, essential design, but it was all white. Um, yeah, I remember those. I th- I yeah. might have even had one of those way back in the day. Yeah, yeah, but I think I think well, I mean, I think any director, but especially Abrams, you know, closing this thing out. I think he's got to be aware of like the pressure the to do, to do these characters right. 
Yeah. Yeah, especially, I mean, there's so many, there's so many factions of the fandom now who each want their own thing. He will not be able to please them all. Um, but I think he's going to be conscious of like the little details that people are looking for. Mm-hmm. If, and this, he knows. if this I mean, is theoretically the final installment of the Skywalker saga. It's not just that he saw the bullshit they put like Ryan Johnson, all them through. It's that he, they, they were doing to him before production was even done on force awakens. Remember like mm-hmm. the, the rumor mongering that he'd been fired. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Or in the, all the, the rumors about him and Kathleen Kennedy butting heads and all this BS. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, do we have anything else we need to discuss here? Let me just take a look at the press release. Oh, um, this is this is totally unrelated to mm-hmm. Star Wars, but like, does it really bother you that Ryan Johnson deleted like twenty thousand tweets? Not at all. I mean, it just seems smart to me. It, it, it probably everyone should just go delete their old tweets. I don't know. All your all all people like, especially in his position, are doing is giving potential ammunition to shitheads like Mike Cernovich to harass either him or, or other people he's interacted with. Um, so, yeah, fuck those guys. I mean, I think it's kind of on message of Star Wars. The people who are trying to do good in the world, they have a certain code they live by, and they hold that code to value even when it's hard to do so. And that's the thing about your alt-right Cernovich Pizzagate types is that they will try to get in there and poison your code. They're not on the level. Fuck them. No. No, but they will try to like turn your your morals and your ethics against you. Well, never ever adhering to them themselves. Yeah. No, of course not. Because they they don't need to they don't need to be honest about things. They can mm-hmm. just gaslight you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned it, but John Williams come back. So. Yep. That's yep. good. Just give him all the medical attention he needs until then. Just keep him. He seems like he's doing fine, but you never know when you when you're up in the years like that. Um. I am really curious. Ford protocols. Get him composing a bunch of music. Yeah, seriously. I have listened to various podcasts. I think Scavengers Horde has had a woman on a few times who's talked about the way, like, musically, that Kylo Ren's theme, or I guess you could call it Kylo's theme, you know, that, like, dun 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 dun, you know, like that. Um, That and Ray's theme kind of, like, fit together. And so I'd be very curious to know, you know, given that those themes have both been there since The Force Awakens does John Williams kind of have like some sort of like mega theme just sitting in his back pocket, like waiting to unveil. That's like a, a combination of the two. That and, um, oh, what is it called? The, uh, the one track, is it temple steps? The you Jedi steps. About? Jedi steps. There you go. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to have to bring that one back in some kind of new version too. I mean, it was there in uh, the last Jedi, not a ton. I know, but... I know, but like, I mm-hmm. feel like, he can update that again and, and fit it to some new situation. Yeah. Well, the, what is the name of the track on the last Jedi soundtrack? The spark, I think when oh. Luke is walking out to face down the first order, that's a fucking epic section of score right there. Yeah. So yeah, I can't wait. I'm, I can't wait for all the new fake rumors we're going to get now that like, it's like the deck has been cleared. Now there's there's so much for the uh, the phonies to work with now. It's mm-hmm. like now all the rumors are going to make mention of like Lando's daughter or whoever Richie Grant is playing, you know, that sort of thing. You mean uh, uh, Granda Calrissian? Granda. Yeah. It doesn't have quite the same ring to it, yeah. Is, is Grando, yeah. Yeah, Grando, I guess, is more of a boy's name. Yeah. 
<laughs> some some new rando Calrissian. Rando Calrissian. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess in one of those books, Lando has like a Twilight girlfriend or Twilight girlfriend, but and people are like, she can't be the girlfriend unless she's half Twilight. It's like he could have met some other people in his life. I'm sure. Yeah. Will Lobot still be in it though? That is a question. Maybe that's who Richard E. Grant is playing. Ooh. Just Lobot. Or maybe maybe uh, Lando has an offspring that's half Lobot. <laughs> Randobot. Randobot. <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah, Star Wars people. Like, uh, I walked out of Mission Impossible the day. I checked the the Twitter, and I was like, "Oh shit!" You know, I read all this stuff, and my my initial gut reaction was a big fucking smile. Yeah, it that seems to be the general reaction I've seen online from everywhere. Is like, it's real hard for even the Last Jedi haters to pour any salt on news that like Mark Hamill and Billy D are coming back, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and of course, Carrie as well using previously unreleased footage. That is going to be fascinating. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, it's a different situation than the end of rogue one, like posthumous footage where elements of the frame are manipulated, but not the actor or the performance mm-hmm, yeah. is, is very different. Yeah, it's one thing to change someone's clothes or the background of the shot. It's another to literally use a different actor and then just like CGI a, a performance based on like a bunch of pictures of the other actor, you know? Mm-hmm. And like the guy, the guy from the, the original Java guy, like wasn't it always intended they were going to do something there? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think that so, was the original idea. Um, man, if ever there's a scene that didn't need to come back, that yeah. scene is it's just repeating. It's just repeating, repeating the Greedo. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Why would you send Greedo if you're going to go then convey the exact same message? Hey, Han, I don't know if you got my message. Because mm-hmm. we don't have like cell phone technology. Anyway, yeah. Um, so we'll be back. More Star Wars talk about, we'll talk about in a little while. You never know. Probably a while before we get any sort of even a teaser trailer, but uh, maybe there'll be some juicy leaks. We'll well, I mean, we might jump back in if there's a good roundup of like just obviously bullshit spoilers and synopses. Those, mm-hmm. those are that, always fun. That, that's what I call juicy leaks, I guess. Juicy rumors. Um, oh, okay. And there's, okay. of I course, mean, leaks are different. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> there's also that resistant show that I think is coming out this fall that I haven't yeah. heard a bunch about, but we'll see. I'm shocked. Well, see, that's. That's this the kind of surprising thing about the Clone Wars announcement at Comic Con. I would have thought you would want to announce Resistance. Yeah, I I can't remember when the Clone Wars cartoon is supposed to come out. But here's also but, yeah. If I'm if I'm the guy who's like in the meetings because I don't want to be part of Clone Wars, but I want to be part of the Resistance team, I'd be like, I need characters somewhere in the background of your Clone Wars show that set up my show. But it's like so far, you know, it's like 50 years or something. I mean, that's, I mean yeah. the fact that you can put whatever. You did, know, it, did you watch the, the trailer for Clone Wars? No. Yeah. No, maybe I did. Maybe I did. It's like the like clone helmets. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like I just. Mandalorian shit. It's a bunch of it's a bunch of clone helmets that are like, I guess, styled to like point to like the different clone characters you've gotten to know in the clone wars i thought all those characters were dull as fucking dirt when i tried watching the show but apparently some people are just fucking love them mm. anyway. do they pop up in yeah they rebels bring too? some back in rebels 
and sure. and now we'll see what they were doing between the Clone Wars cartoon that's already out there in Rebels. So it's just, oh, look, it's just more of something you like. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, episode nine sounds great. Can't wait. Year and a half. Yep. Until then, may the force be with you. Always. Always.